This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. After the last 10 to 12 days, there's no doubt that Canadians on the whole understand how to dress for winter. Layers, layers, layers. But what about your furry friends? You know, the dogs have to go out too, and that includes guide dogs. Becky Zarr has some ideas on how to dress your guide dog appropriately for the season. Becky's an entrepreneur based in Regina, Saskatchewan. Hey, good morning, Becky. Nice to chat with you. Morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Becky, you've spoken about your guide dog, Lulu, before. Uh, how would you describe Lulu's feelings in regard to winter? <laughs> well, I think if she could think or speak on her behalf, I'm pretty sure she'd say she has like a love-hate relationship with winter as a season in general. Um, she loves the snow. She thinks that is the greatest thing um, that ever happens is these magical little white pellets fall from this like from the sky and uh you know collect for her and then she can roll around in it squish her face in it um jump and play in it but um there's a line that she really doesn't want to cross when it comes to temperatures so um we've had a really fabulous winter here in saskatchewan we've been so fortunate this year um with the exception of about 10 days to two weeks where it was just, you know, minus 45 to minus 50 um, with the wind chill, like it was frigid. Um, and so she wasn't overly impressed with that because that limits her walks, limits her playtime outside and causes her to wear what she thinks are goofy clothes, um, her jacket, her boots, etc. <gasps> Becky, paint the picture. What's it like trying to get the jacket <laughs> or the boots on Lulu? Honestly, it's like a flashback to when Bennett was a toddler. Um, my son's 13, but it is. It's like, honestly, like wrestling a toddler to try to get her stuff on. She uh, runs and hides as soon as I bring out the boots. Um, I swear she can recognize the Ziploc bag or the, hear the crinkle. And she's like, uh-uh, not happening. Oh, no. um, so she, yeah, she'll she'll dodge me as much as she can. And it's like a quick game of hide and go seek. And uh, I always win though with bribery with treats to lure her back in. So yeah, it's a good time, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of that strategy uh, utilized before. Distractions with peanut butter. Peanut butter can go a long way for, uh, for any doggo out there. So what kind of decisions did you have to make about a coat? L like you said, it got down to real cold in Regina for, uh, for about 10 days there in that minus 40 zone, which is like that. That's, that's real cold. I, I grew up in Montreal. I say the number's about minus 20, minus 25 before I start saying real cold. Minus 40, that is, that is just awful, awful cold. So what kind of decision did you make about a coat? Because not all coats are created equal. No, it's true. Um, so when I first got her, I was the new mom again, and I went and I geared up and I got her a few options. Um, the one that I default to on those really cold days, it's a rough wear brand. Um, it's not super fashionable when it comes to color because I could only get it in gray, which is kind of to me a little bit of a humdrum color for this beautiful girl. But um, <laughs> I also have a lighter version in a pink. Um, my mom has gone to the extent of knitting her sweaters, like turtleneck sweaters, which Lulu 
I'm pretty sure if I could see her was like rolling her eyes at that extent. Um, but there's an application for each of them. And on those cold dates, it's not about fashion. It's not about looking like the cool kid. It's about dressing warm and um, bearing through the temperatures properly. Yeah, I take care of a uh, friend's dog pretty frequently, and uh, she has about four or five different coats, including raincoats and winter coats and fall coats. Uh, I'll tell you, Becky, though, I don't often put them on her when I'm unsupervised. The winter coat, but if it's raining, no, 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 no. You're going to get wet just like me. Totally, totally. <laughs> and then you whip out the boots. So we don't say the B word in our house um, because it's a trigger word. She's oh, very no. smart. Oh, no. And uh, like I said, she can hear her when I'm bringing out the bag and stuff too. But um, honestly, when it comes to boots, I've really struggled. And so that's why I thought I'd bring forward this topic. I've bought the expensive boots. I won't name brands. Um, I've, I've tried, you know, honestly, a few different kinds and invested a significant amount of cash in them. And I've had troubles in a couple of aspects. Um, for those that they work for, that's awesome. Lulu doesn't like to have the sole feeling, I think, of a shoe-type boot on her foot. I think that it loses some of the sensation, uh, or so I hear, uh, that she needs for that feedback below her toes uh, for navigation. And then I also had troubles with keeping them on her actual paws. Right, right. Um, and as someone, yeah, like as someone that can't see, I can't just glance down and be like, yep, yeah, four boots, let's keep rolling. It's like a stop, halt, frisk, check. Okay, let's keep going. We got four. And then suddenly it's like, uh-oh, I only have three. And the last checkpoint was between here and here. And then I have to send out, you know, if I can't figure it out myself, which most of the time I can't because the snow is too deep or whatever. Um, I send out my sighted, lovely son to go and do an SOS find on these boots because they're so expensive. And you can't buy them in like a one pack or two pack for the, like, the lost souls, right? You had to buy the whole <laughs> case of four all over again. You may have just come up with a great business branding concept right there. Lost souls, single shoes to replace you other like shoes. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> Let's get it started. Come on. <laughs> um, but I have found this lovely um, business based out of the Yukon and this delightfully talented woman named Joanne who has really made my life so much easier and Lulu's when it comes to the whole boot scenario in the winter. Um, so if you go onto Facebook, because they don't have a website, it's called Borealis Kennels and Pet Specialties. Um, it's located, like I said, in the Yukon, but she hand makes these little boots and I'm going to describe them like a little sack, almost like a little bag. They're nothing like I'm going to say intricate, um, but they stay on. They don't have a sole. They doesn't even designate top from the bottom. So if you if you monkey that up and you put the top and the bottom, bottom on the top from one time to the next, the only thing it's going to mess up is like it might be a little bit dirtier, right? Um, and she's got this magical Velcro tape. I don't know where she finds it um, or who whittles it, but it's amazing because Lulu's been wearing them for two years and. I haven't lost one. I haven't even come close to wow. losing one. Wow. And she humors me by wearing them. Dave, I'm so I'm so pumped. <laughs> Borealis Kennels and Pet Specialties. Borealis Kennels and Pet Specialties. You mentioned uh, they're on Facebook. If you don't mind my asking, you can tell me, Dave, that's a jerk question. I don't want to answer it. What did they what did they cost? Dave, it was so cheap. Um, so she sells them, brace yourself, for $5.50 a pair, Canadian. And so it comes to $11 for four booties. Like, I thought, 
are you dropping a zero? Is this in some sort of different, <laughs> I don't know, cryptocurrency funds? I don't know what's going on, but like, it was amazing. Plus shipping. Um, so I will say shipping. I mean, for me, I ordered three pairs because um, we had to be able yep. to switch them up. Yep. And there was different types that she offers for different climates. Um, it was 20 bucks. Well, so, I mean, I think that's totally fair. So she bases it on the amount of um, Bootsy order and stuff. So she said that she, if she can wedge it into an envelope, it's like two fifty. Um, so, and if Lulu happens to blow a boot or two, I can order a boot or two from her and she will mail them to me and life goes on and it's amazing. So I've been shouting from the rooftop about this amazing product because it makes my life so much easier. Lulu is like, okay, whatever. We can put the boots on. Um, I'm still <laughs> feeling like the cool kid in town, but she doesn't run and hide to the extent. Like she'll actually come out and I can bribe her, like I said, with a treat. Before it was like no go, not happening. Her paws were sucked in under her tummy and um, I was on my own. So um, if anybody is you know curious i think it's worth the investment um it's fairly inexpensive like i said shoot her a private message on through her um her facebook page there and she will return your contact or your information and uh get them out to you and show you all the different little patterns and stuff like that or tell you about it because she was very narrative to me to explain the scenario she's a guide dog and uh yeah it's amazing oh. she actually even puts them on or sells them to people who have mushing dogs um doing the, the sled deal up oh. you know way up north and stuff Fantastic. so to me that's tried and tested uh, yeah the, the people in the yukon understand winter maybe even better than the folks on the prairies becky not that we're going to make any aspersions <laughs> No, I mean, I, they can take that hat and carry that title. I'm, I'm totally cool with yeah, that. I'll tell you who doesn't understand. It's people in Southern Ontario, these softies in Toronto. Becky, uh, thank you for this. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for your time. Take care. Borealis Kennels and Pet Specialties. Borealis Kennels and Pet Specialties, too. I'll learn more about those boots. That's Becky Zar, an entrepreneur in Regina, Saskatchewan. Coming up after the break... Oh, I think this story is coming out of the Yukon, too. It changes to nut policies in schools. Alex Smythe has a story out of Whitehorse, Yukon, and has a couple questions for myself and Ramya Amuthan. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.